This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Rays reporter Bill Chastain. And Bill, as we get into the later portions of January here, spring training right around the corner. So it's time to kind of look ahead to this team and and get to know some of the new players of the 2016 Tampa Bay Rays. And today we're going to focus on Brad Miller, obviously coming over from Seattle early on in the offseason, them making that trade uh, here's a guy who's still a young player, just 26 years old, when the Rays decided to to kind of focus on him and make the move to to bring him in along with Logan Morrison. What did they like about Miller? Well, first off, the, the climate facilitated them having uh, looking to make such a deal because Cabrera had such a good season last year, particularly the second half offensively, that they, they knew they were probably going to lose him free agency. So that kind of I think forced their hand a little bit. They gave up a good pitcher in, in Nathan Carnes to get him. But, you know, he is young. Uh, last year, Nick Franklin and <clears throat> Tim Beckham both got shots at shortstop, and they, neither one of them really ran with the ball too much. Uh, of course, Beckham showed a little better than, than Franklin, but um, I, I think they felt like they needed to go out and get another guy to play shortstop, and Miller turned out to be that guy. Uh, I really don't remember seeing him play that much. Of course, we don't see Seattle play that much over here with the Rays. But, you know, you look at his numbers and you hear about some of the things he can do, and, and it looks like a pretty solid acquisition. Yeah, and you mentioned the other guys that kind of got that shot, uh, Nick Franklin and Tim Beckham. And Nick Franklin actually was with Seattle at one point, was teammates with Miller, I think, um, at some point in their time over there. But when you see all those guys – I mean, Logan Forsythe, I think, last year made it pretty clear that he's this team's second baseman. But when you get to spring training down in Florida and yet you have Miller and, and Beckham and Franklin, is there going to be a competition, or is Brad Miller the shortstop unless he loses the job? I think Brad Miller is the shortstop, and, and you know, save for an injury or something, because I think they went out and got him because they liked what he does, and they like, you know, they think he could be a consistent guy if he plays shortstop every day. You know, he does have uh, positional flexibility. You know, he played center field, left field, second base, third base, and right field last year as well. But I think they want him to be the everyday shortstop. I think one of the interesting aspects of, of him becoming the shortstop, and, and it looks like Forsyth's going to be there every day at second, is what happens to Beckham and Franklin. And that might be the, one of the bigger battles in spring training, which one of those guys is going to be on the team. Or, you know, both could be, but, you know, that, that seems kind of unlikely. And to, now, both of those guys do have options, correct? It, whoever doesn't make the team could end up back in the minors, or would they have to make a decision and release one of those guys? I believe both of them have options. I haven't looked at the updated option list, so I couldn't give you a definite answer on that. But, you know, if they do, that is obviously, a, you know, it solves the problem right there. But, um, you know, 
for the bigger picture, I just think, you know, Miller is the guy, you know, and I have heard some criticism of his uh, fielding, uh, although the Rays seem to think he's going to be fine there. Um, so, I, you know, I, I just don't see a downside to the deal right now. And But, again, you know, here's a, here I am saying this, and I'm a guy who hasn't really seen him play much. Right. From what you've heard, because, like you said, you, you haven't seen him play a lot, but uh, he's a young guy, so he's still – probably has some maturing to do at the major league level, and he's going to probably get better um, than what we've seen already. When you look at him offensively, you, you mentioned defensively. Some people have, have had some questions, but the Rays are confident in what he can do. Offensively, what kind of a ceiling does this guy have? Because I, I believe double-digit home runs a year ago. What kind of pop do they think this guy can have going forward? Well, first you, you start with the fact that he played in Seattle, and and there was only one other you know, American League shortstop who matched his combination of homers. You know, he had 11 homers. He had 13 steals, a 402 slugging base, uh, slugging percentage, and, and that was Houston's Carlos Correa. So that's pretty tall cotton right there. Um, you know, that could just be the tip of the iceberg. A lot of times you see a guy get the chance to settle in at one position, uh, just like Forsythe did last year, and, and you see how steady he got to be. Uh, so, you know, I, I think there definitely is a, a, a really a, a nice upside for uh, where he could get. Have you gotten a chance at this point to, to talk much with Brad Miller? Have you had a, a phone conversation with him? Or was there, you know, were you in on the conference call and got a, got a feel for him as far as off the field and, and how he may fit into this team personality-wise? Well, it's, it, you know, right away you could tell the guy's personable. And we were on a conference, you know, not uh, conference calls with him and Logan Morrison, and both of those guys seem to be very personable. And there's also a good time. Both of them seem to be get, you know, get get along well. I know uh, Morrison made fun of the way Miller runs, uh, even though Miller has decent speed. Supposedly he looks, you know, like a I can't remember he called him like a, a giraffe or something. <laughs> and and uh, you know the way he runs so. Uh, I think both guys get along, and, and chemistry is always a big thing in the clubhouse, so uh, that sounds like that's not going to be a problem. In fact, uh, I know uh, Miller was actually, when he was calling us, he was actually meeting Richie Schaefer to go see, the I believe it was the Clemson FSU game uh, in football. So uh, there, there, there is some uh, good camaraderie there, I think. Yeah, he has some connections to Tampa Bay before, before he got there. He played at Clemson with Richie Schaefer. Uh, as I mentioned, him and Franklin were both in Seattle together at one point. How much easier do you think it makes that makes it for a player, plus the fact that he comes over with a teammate in Logan Morrison? It's got to be easier to settle into that clubhouse when on your first day you look around and there are those familiar faces. Well, and of course he comes in with uh, Farquhar as well. So, um, you know, I think that you know only helps things. And, I, you know, he, he's from Orlando, I believe. So, you know, he's familiar with the area. But, um, you know, I, I just, you know, it's really looking, it's funny because for as, as little offense as the Rays had last year, I think if you go to the second half of the season and look how they finished in the last 60 games offensively, there's a lot of reasons to be excited, particularly doing that after so many guys went down with injuries. So, you know, you're you're making for making the case for a little more of a solid, you know, everyday lineup with you know Miller and Forsythe being in there every day. So I, I think that's just going to bode, you know, bode well for the offense this year. And you know, if they get some offense to go with their pitching, watch out. 
If you were uh, if you were writing up the lineup for opening day, Bill, I know you don't have to deal with that stress. But if you were, where would you slot Miller in? Do you think into that lineup one to nine? Uh, you know, it's tough to say. Um, in fact, I I made out that lineup recently. You know, for for one of the uh, uh, people asking questions, and I, I can't remember exactly where I where I put him, but I'll uh, move on for a second, and I'll and I'll tell you that lineup in a second. Yeah, we'll let you we'll let you look back on on where you had put him, but when you look at his skill set, he seems like the kind of guy that can. I mean, he could fit in a lot of places in that lineup. I mean, probably not three, four, five, but but he's a guy that you mentioned. Even if he runs funny, he he's got a little bit of a he can he can run a little bit. So you could see him towards the front of the lineup, or or obviously on the back end. So certainly an an interesting dilemma for Kevin Cash to have, and a good one to have when when you look at all the different parts this team has to plug into those roles in 2016. I think it's going to be an interesting what he does, and and I would assume thinking about Kevin Cash in the past, wherever he is on, on game number one, that lineup's going to change quite a bit as the season goes on. Well, and actually, I, I found the notes I scratched out here, but, uh, you know, I, I believe they open with um, Toronto, which means, uh, you know, Toronto's ace is right-handed, and I have him batting in the ninth spot with Kiermaier at the top of the order. So who knows if that's the way it ends up. Uh, you know, I would have... Uh, Kiermaier at center field, Jennings and left, Longo at third, Forsythe second, Morrison DH, Souza right field, Loney first base, uh, Kirk Casale at catcher, and then Miller. But, right. you know, let's wait and see. Yeah, let's wait and see, absolutely. Well, it'll certainly be, certainly be interesting, and I think Rays fans are going to be excited with what they see with Brad Miller when that season does come around. All right, that's going to do it for another MLB.com Extras podcast, our Rays edition. Bill Chastain, thanks a lot for joining us. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.